everybody. Welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Scary movie love for scary movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this week's show. It's our last show of Scary Movie Month 2023, which means it's Halloween, which means I'm joined for this very special franchise podcast by the great Mike Pomero. Hi, Mike. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you. Do you... Resent doing this show every year. <laughs> no, it's some years more than others. <laughs> um, this year was... No, this year was fine. It was fine, right? Yeah, it was. I started early. I started in, like, September. That helped. Yes. I started early as well. I guess I could jump right into this. I was yeah. a little... I feel like this year... I've my My taste in... Horror movies has changed a little bit. Still love movies, horror movies, but I feel like only a twenty-four, only a twenty-four, elevated um, horror. We're yes, yeah. okay, psychological thriller. <laughs> um, no, like I, okay, for example, yes, the Terrifier movies. Yeah, oh right. The first, the first one I did not like. Second one came out. You and Adam were big fans, so they made me want to visit it, and I liked it more than the first one. But it's still, I was like, this is not. For me, I think so. When Saw was suggested, I didn't. I thought, okay, I've seen the Saw movies. I have fond memories of of going through those with you. Um, I'll give it a try. Then you and I and Adam Risky and Adam Thoss went and saw Expendables a four four, and the trailer for Saw Ten came. On. <laughs> I had this exact same. And experience. during the trailer, I thought, I, I can't do this. I gotta, I gotta talk to Patrick after this. Like, I can't. Yeah, the same um, thing happened to me. I can't do it, but then I came over here for the commentary. Right. And you had already started. Right. So I thought, okay, I owe it to Patrick. I'm at least going to start watching the movies, and if I can't do it, I can't do it. But yeah. I want to be totally fun. Okay. And fun, so. Yeah. Sometimes it was more fun than others. Well, so, yeah, yeah we're, of course. But. We are doing the Saw movies, as you know, by looking at the title of this podcast, and uh, the, I've hinted at it for 29 of the 31 days of October, except for Doug's birthday and Mike's birthday. Uh, every other <laughs> Scary Movie Challenge post has been a picture from a Saw movie in order. Uh, it's nice that oh, there's well, 10 of them. I didn't realize they were in order. Of course. Well what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> um, because there was a new Saw movie out, and we, of course, are still resisting doing certain franchises. Obviously, there are franchises that we haven't touched yet, and I know some of you are like, why are you going back to one you've already done? A, we did it in 2010, when there were only six of them, and now there's ten. Are talking about listeners or Saw movies? Oh, good point. Uh, we're still at six listeners. <laughs> uh, so we thought it would be fun to... Revisit the Saw movies, go through the ones we never talked about in the 13 years that we've been doing this show, and talk about Saw X, the latest in the wacky shenanigans of John Kramer. But first, do you have some Scary Movie Challenge entries that you want to read? sure I do. All right, these are the, the last that we will read for the month. Thank you to everybody who participated in the Scary Movie Challenge this month. Thank you to Miko for tallying up. The Scary Movie Challenge entries every day. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Um, since you set me up, I'll start with Amico. Yeah. Amico on Antlers. When life hands you clemens, make clemonade. Hold on, I have to delete <laughs> that one from mine. 
As I pointed out on an earlier podcast this month, we've been doing it so long that we all now have the same taste in (laughs) seven-word reviews. So we find all the same ones very funny, and we double up all the time. Mandy S. says of Saw 6, Billy has some opinions about Obamacare. Uh, Lindsay Wilkins on Cobweb, a movie that we'll touch on soon. I would still take Lizzie Kaplan's Cupcake. I would too. Of course. Runaway Dual Rig of Christine. Set trend for haunted driverless cars today. (laughs) Runaway Dual Rig (laughs) on Creepshow. Jordy Verrill segment really grows on you. Nice. Rocco T. Thompson of Pet Cemetery. Sometimes a Madonna video director is better. Oh, sorry. That was Pet Cemetery 2019. Let me. Pet Cemetery 2019. Sometimes a Madonna video director is better. Uh, Andy Bishop, um, Prince of Darkness. Donald, my, literally my next one. Oh, Donald Pleasance, <laughs> King of Defeating Evil Temporarily. <laughs> Amazing, and also my next one. So I will jump down to Wade of Near Dark. The night's great, but so are showers. <laughs> We'll stay with Wade on Christine. Never, ever stab another man's yogurt fat. (laughs) Angela Hager of Halloween H2O, 20 years later. One of the worst movie titles ever. (laughs) Adam Story on VHS 85. Certainly a VHS movie. Three more words. Uh, Mookie of Them. Great. Giant ants. Thanks a lot, Oppenheimer. Will Benson on Nosferatu. Werner Herzog's Nosferatu. So, Klaus Kinski uh, as Klaus Kinski. Our very own Adam Risky of Last Night in Soho. And that's my crazy year in college. I had that one. Um, Jeremy Wicket on Halloween 78. The Myers House definitely not selling now. <laughs> uh, the Sonya Show, Sonya Mansfield of Talk to Me. Oh, good. Another reason to skip parties. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, Monkey on Haunted Mansion 2023, if only Baskin-Robbins also sold tots. I haven't watched Haunted Mansion 2023, but there's, like, major Baskin-Robbins product placement? So there's product placement everywhere, but that scene, I think that my seven-word review referenced that scene. I don't want to give it away, but there's, like a, ve- there's a very, um, s- there's a serious scene where Baskin-Robbins is... Uh, oh, the main character's wife? dies yes and he's talking about it while getting baskin robbins and then he throws in yeah uh a baskin robbins reference and my <laughs> jaw dropped and i was with a group of people at my sister-in-law's uh for her like little halloween party and i looked around the room to be like guys and no one everyone was way invested so i couldn't believe it. anybody else wants some 31 flavors <laughs> um Oh, I just read. So, yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, my, this is my last one. Aaron Keith of House, 1977. Hauzu. Watermelon, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> uh, our very own Rob DiCicino on Suspiria, 77, gave me unrealistic expectations about Dance Academy. Uh-huh. And then my last one, Jeff Quinn on Scream 2, I've had worse theater-going experiences. Interesting. Thank you, everybody. This was uh, a lot of fun reading these all month long and reading them on the show. If we didn't read one of yours, we're sorry. We promise to do better next year. There's just so many good ones. I know. Uh, and we keep People picking so the funny. same ones. People <laughs> are so funny. I Whatever. Uh, thank you for being funny, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Yeah? You seen anything scary lately? Uh, a few things. It's been a... Um, Mile? 
it's been a it's been a a crazy month. So I feel like I had to find time for ten Saw movies. So <laughs> um, didn't see as much as I normally would would have liked to have. Not a whole lot of new stuff. That's okay. But what's fun is, and I know I reference this every time I'm on these podcasts now, but my youngest daughter is way into movies and way into scary movies. So we've been, so I've been revisiting a lot of stuff to show her for the first time. Yes. So some highlights. You'll be happy about this. Halloween 4. Nice. Um, She was not crazy about the mask. No, which made me laugh because... I wasn't going to say anything, but she was like, what's with the mask and the shoulder pads? It's a problem. It's It's, it's very strange. It's a real problem with the movie. I did not ask. I talked to Dwight Little. I know. There will be an interview coming out. I have to transcribe it. It was long. And uh, I did not ask him about the mask because I was like, that's probably rude. Right. Exactly. Was he he nice? Super nice. Yeah, super nice. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't have been nice. That's great. Um... Uh, honestly, a highlight for me was we went to see The Birds. Right. Uh, it took me to see The Birds, and that is a movie that I know, like, for some people, that's lesser Hitchcock. It mm-hmm. is not for me at all. I really, really love The Birds, and I was talking to, to JB about this. He and I both have seen The Birds in theaters a number of times. And quite, humble brag. Humble brag. And quite often, you get a theater that likes to laugh throughout. Yes, the, the music box effect. The, yes, exactly. Um, and this theater was not like that at all. Good. There was so it was a great crowd. There was a glitch in the screening. It's like it was a fathom event. Everything was going fine. It looked great, sounded great, and then midway through the movie, it said, <laughs> a "Screen popped up and said, are you you know are you still watching? Like <laughs> hit continue watching.'" <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, somebody hit continue watch. Nobody hit it. So like a screensaver popped up. Because nobody's like, there. I know. So I like had to... I was like, I got this guy. <laughs> and Did I, everyone clap for you? <laughs> no, I what thought I'd get fuck? something. I came back and Mia's like, I didn't know what happened. The, the, the screen stopped and you just ran? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to... Um, I'll tell you what. If nobody clapped for him, John Kramer would have found a way to torture those people. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we had a, we had a wait a few minutes. You but... didn't clap for me when I went to. <laughs> oh, that's good. Get the movie going again. <laughs> now we're going to play a game. That's very good. Thank you, thank you. Um, I will be doing it the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was I really love that movie, and it made it's one of those movies that I I enjoy it more every time I see it. I think, and this time was maybe my favorite viewing yet. That's awesome. It probably helped that Mia was there. She sure. was digging it. Um, and yeah, again, it's, aside from that glitch, uh, it just, that movie's, I don't know. That I haven't seen awesome. it in such a long time. I need to see it again because I probably haven't seen it since the DVD days. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just think it's so. And I've never really seen good. it in a theater. I'm like no. a fancy pants. Mm-hmm. Number 10. One time I saw it, Christy and I went to, oh man, what are the name of the, the theaters? Uh, like Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood Bowl? Hollywood... I know the one you're talking about. In, um, there was one in Naperville, and there was one somewhere else. Right? Lombard? Lombard? Am I making that up? Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah. Would, would, Where would I you... did that, like, scream screening, like one of those. Remember that? In that little well, tiny I room? I remember that, but this was, like, a big-ass theater. Yeah. It okay. wasn't in one of those rooms, right, but right. that was the chain. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, right. So, we went, and there was, like, a... Uh, 
that's why I even bring this up because I'm not gonna remember anybody's name. But there was like a, a, a Hollywood uh, like celebrity signing show. Okay. Oh yeah, right. That same weekend, so yeah. a bunch of like, uh, oh my god, Mike, <laughs> a bunch of CD list celebrities like went to that bird screening. Really? Yeah. And I will by the end of the episode, I promise I will think of at least one name. <laughs> Joan Corey. Severance. Joan Severance was one. All right, because that was the. The one I was most excited about. Well, yeah. Um, you had HBO in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I've seen you. I've seen clips of you. Like, 34 seconds out of I've time. seen her do it with C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. C. Thomas Howell was there. They were doing it. Um, <laughs> during the birds? During the birds. Talk about the music box effect. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was great. You... Another highlight was you were kind enough to have us over this weekend, and we watched one of the movies we watched was Cobweb. Yes, um, which I had encouraged people not to watch. After I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I know, I'm going to show this for Scary Movie Night," and I tried to get the word out that I would be showing it so that you wouldn't watch it before Scary Movie Night because I wanted it to be people's first viewing. Correct, and it was. I did not watch it. Thank you, um, even though it showed up on Hulu. Yes, it showed up on Hulu, and but Mia was here for it as well and it was i thought genuinely creepy so well made yeah like really it was so fun it was fun seeing it with a group of people yes who all you know because like when, when we get together for these movie nights it's super fun but people like talk and joke and laugh but there was like a lot of silence in this room there was a point like two-thirds of the way through the movie and part of it was because rosie was getting scared and so some of us were talking to try to comfort her well yeah but there was a lot of, like, side conversation, and I was like, oh, is this because people are bored, or is this because people are uncomfortable and scared? That's what I would think. And trying to relieve some of the tension. Yeah, because I thought that movie was really good. That, it is, right? Yeah, we talked about it the whole ride home, um, and then I texted our friend Nancy, who, like, we had a tradition that's now kind of gone by the wayside, but, like, when we first had kids... Uh, our friend Nancy and her sister would come over every New Year's Eve and we would watch a scary movie. And I texted them and said, uh, if we'd like did that this year, I would totally have them. Oh, nice. Um, I thought Cobweb was a lot of fun. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. Uh, I, had, I had seen it the one time we rented it on VOD and I was like, well, I know I want to show this for Scary Movie Night. And then the further away from it I got, the more I was like, what if it's not that great? What if it just like casts a spell on me mm-hmm. on that one viewing and now I show it to people and I'm aware of how not good it is? Because it's like not... So many horror movies now, like, are, like, about so much. Like, your precious A24 horror movies <laughs> are all about, like, trauma. Mm-hmm. And, um, a cobweb isn't really. It's just, like, sometimes your parents are scary. Yeah, right. And that's kind of it. Yeah. But it really executes it well. It does. Yeah. Um, so, no, that was a total highlight. And then, maybe the only other one I'll mention, I saw Asylum... For the first time. The uh, the anthology? The mm-hmm. Amicus one? Yes. Okay. Because I realize I have not seen... I don't think I've seen any Amicus movies. So I just watched... I was like, oh, I should... That should have been my... I always think of this too late. I like having some type, type of uh, project. Right, 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 right. Um, Did you have one at all this year? No. Just get through the month. Just try to get through Surviving um, October was well, my project. was super fun. Yeah. And I know like you and Adam had talked about Amicus before, and I yeah. was going to reach out to you guys to recommend more. What it, we're... They literally all run together. Yeah, oh, that's what I was wondering. 
what are the what stories in Asylum? Like, I know fun. I've seen it, but... Like it's about a, a guy who, who shows up to a... Is Tom Baker in that one? Um, no. Okay. Oh, uh, he's in one of the Tales from the Crypt or Vault of Horror. That'd be amazing. Sorry. He is in one of those. Um, yeah, he shows up to... to uh, he's like someone who's going to work at this mental... Asylum. Asylum. And is told that somebody like on the upper floor, there's like all these patients, but one of them is a doctor, used to be a doctor, so he needs to try to figure out which one used to be the doctor. So he goes to each room to meet the patients, and when he goes in there, they tell their story. Okay. And that's... Yeah. I I know I've seen it, and I barely remember it. It's really good. I'm confusing it with, like, at least three other movies right now. So could have used uh, more Tom Baker. <laughs> I think he's in Vault of Horror. Okay. I think. Uh, he's in one of those anthologies from around that time. Do Tomorrow is Halloween. Do you have your Halloween movie picked out? I mean, it's, it's usually Halloween. Oh, okay. I usually try to do uh, a Doctor Who episode, speaking of Tom Interesting. Baker. Interesting. Because I've had to have talked about this before. That when we moved into our house... Okay. The one you're in now. The one I'm in now. Got so it. 12 years ago, I think. Our first Halloween. We had no idea whether or not we got trick-or-treaters or not, but but Christy was like, I'm going to take Evie around trick-or-treating. She wanted me to stay home so we would be a fun house. Right, right, right. To I'm, actually, I'm trying to make that work for me tomorrow. Like, to stay home? Yeah. Um. So I did, and I put on my first episode of Doctor Who while I waited for oh, trick-or-treaters. That's that, cool. Right, so... It's like weirdly a. Does it have to be like theme. Halloween themed or just literally any episode? No, it could be literally any episode. It should be Halloween themed, but I started with the first one. So Got the it. first Eccleston. Got it. Um, yeah. So Halloween but, probably. Yeah, I'm nothing if not. <laughs> just not creative. Cobweb um, takes place on Halloween. Show it to you. Yeah, it trick or treats are great. We did trick or treat. I think last year. I remember year. that. Yeah, but we haven't watched Halloween yet this year, and we always watch. Halloween, oh well, so then you kind of have to. Like I assumed to. you had already watched it. No, no, yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah. All right. Um, what do I got? We talked about Cobweb. We talked. Oh, you know what? I watched on Shutter the movie that's bringing in all the raves. When evil lurks. I wanted to try to watch that before. Totally watch it. Okay. Like, um, I will just not bury the lead and say it didn't do a ton for me. It was like, it's the new movie from Damien, shoot, uh, Damien Rugna. Sorry. Um, uh, and he is an Argentinian filmmaker. He made Terrified. Mm-hmm. That movie's I've seen that. That's really good. See, and that was I like that. I, I would I would say it's comparable. It's not doing the same thing, but it's like I admire its construction. I can see that this is a very well made horror movie. It doesn't do anything for me. Okay. There were a couple moments in When Evil Lurks that I kinda went, Holy shit. But beyond that I was like I was admiring the construction and not losing myself in the movie. Okay. Okay. I'm officially broken. <laughs> and I can't appreciate anything good. Anymore. Uh, oh, I saw Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, you did. Mia went yesterday with some friends to see it. Okay, and she liked it quite a bit. Then my opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> she likes everything. No, that's it's great. Fun. That's a good quality to have. I agree. Um, I did not like it. 
Uh, and uh, supposedly it's because it wasn't made for me. It's made for kids. Were you familiar with no. the game? Yeah, no. Same. And there's been articles written about how if you know the game, it it really rewards you for knowing all of the backstory and the lore. I just thought it was a kind of a chore to get through. It has literally one scene of horror in it uh, where some people break into the restaurant and uh, get attacked by animatronic animals. And that that's it. Not to spoil the movie, but like that's the horror sequence in the movie. Oh. The rest of it is like, will Mary Stuart Masterson take away my adopted sister? How do we befriend <laughs> the animatronic animals? Uh, it's... I did not care for it. Because the trailer we watched looked like a horror movie. Yeah. Like a, okay. One horror sequence. Okay. Just the one. Um, Gosh, I thought there was something else I watched. Um, I I feel bad. I'm, I'm shitting on movies that people are liking, and I don't mean to. I'm not, I'm not shitting at all on When Evil Lurks. I think everybody should watch that. I don't necessarily think people should watch Five Nights at Freddy's unless you're a kid and are into the game, uh, because I'm a Willy's Wonderland fan. That movie gave me everything I wanted from this premise. Yeah, right. Five Nights at Freddy's, at the very least, could have been an imitation Willy's Wonderland. I get that it's reversed. Willy's Wonderland is the imitation Five Nights at Freddy's, but like they had the advantage of coming out first. Right. Um, it could have been like, well, that was okay, but it's no Willy's Wonderland, but it's like, it doesn't even want to follow through on the premise that it promises the promised premise. <laughs> you, you know, my oldest and she, I do is, Scared of everything. So her friends wanted to go see this, and she said, thanks, but no thanks. Okay. Do you think... I, I think she could handle yeah, it. I okay. mean, but you could watch it at home on Peacock. Yeah, that's right. And maybe it would be less scary that's at home true, true, with true, true. the lights on and stuff. Okay. It, I didn't think anything, and it was scary. But the animals are cool. They're done by Jim Henson's shop. Yeah, that's cool. They do a good job. Um, I rewatched for the first time since 1998... I still know what you did last summer. Okay. I think it's better than the first one. <laughs> Do you? I have zero memory of it. I probably haven't seen it since then. Either did well. I. Um, I think the first one has the advantage of having better characters. Okay. It's essentially just the four. Jennifer Love Hewitt, not really a character. Freddie Prince Jr., not really a character. Brian Phillippe, kind of playing the asshole. Sarah Michelle Gellar elevates the whole thing. She's so great as Helen Shivers. Um, the sequel has mostly unlikable characters, like Mackay Pfeiffer is just being a dick the whole movie. Brandy is no substitute for Sarah Michelle Gellar. But it's like way better directed. The island setting gives it some novelty. It's got, you know, a cast that includes, like, Bill Cobb and Jeffrey Combs and Jack Black, like, people you kind of forgot were in this oh, wow, shitty yeah. slasher movie. Um, kind of like we talked about on the Urban Legend show, where, like, enough time has passed that now it's just this generic slasher movie that we can say, like, oh, that was actually pretty good, right. like we do with all the ones from the early 80s. Yeah, of course. With time, speaking of which, because I was going to ask you this, with I you you're not a fan of the ring, right? Corver, not Corvinsky's? really, but I 
don't know that I've seen it since the theater. I'd be curious what because we watched that okay. this October too, and I enjoyed it way more than I remember okay. enjoying it. My memory, and I know I've said this before in my 13 years on the podcast, was that I liked everything until she watches the tape, and I was like, that tape is so scary, and I don't understand why, but it's just all these weird disparate images stuck together that give a real creepy Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the movie is like, and here's why this was on the tape, and here's the woman who was brushing her hair. There's definitely that, yes. And it made it totally not scary. Totally get that. Okay, that's my memory of it, Yep, but... It could be faulty because the, I haven't seen it since right. however many years ago. That remains. It's just it's just such a slick. Yeah, Gordon uh, Vincent is a good director. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Are you a Cure for Wellness fan? I've never seen Cure okay. for Wellness. I don't know how much of a fan I am. I know the movie has its diehard def- defenders. I'm not there yet. I've only okay. seen it the one time. Okay. But, but part of the problem is I'm not a Dane DeHaan guy. Yeah, same. I find him repelling as a screen presence. <laughs> and... <laughs> There are plenty of movies that use him the right way, uh-huh. you know, but when you want him to be your sympathetic lead, it's like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, should we talk about some Saw movies? Sure. How do we want to do this? I don't know. I don't either. Should we not talk about them? Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> what, That's were the, what were the surprises this time around? The surprises were, I think I enjoyed... Two and three more than I remember. I definitely enjoyed two two went up for me. Okay. Three's always been very high for me. Oh, okay. Like from the three was the one that turned me around on it because again, for some backstory, if you haven't listened to the 2010 episode, uh, Mike and I and our respective wives went to see Saw in 2004. And then a year later we went to see Saw 2, which is how our wives have seen two Saw movies. (laughs) And neither of us really liked either one, Mm -hmm. and we kind of bailed on the series. I skipped three, I skipped four, I skipped five in theaters. Sometime around five, I finally bought three on DVD, watched it, and I was like, wait a second, this movie's kind of good, I kind of like this movie. And that's what got me to go see six in theaters, which I really liked. And that's where we did the podcast. That's where we were left off, I think. It was uh, after you saw six, you called me and said... Okay. Back when we used to talk on the phone. When we used to talk on the phone. When people did that. Yes. And you... Uh, we talk about it off. It's not that interesting. When I think of talking to you on the phone, I think of that story where I was talking a lot. I was just going on and on about the Fantastic Four... I mean, it had to have been the Fantastic Four movies. Okay. And I remember being passionate about whatever, and I referred to them as FF. <laughs> and I was going on and on and on and on and on, and I finally like got off my chest whatever this was, and you just go, I'm sorry, can we go back for a second? <laughs> FF. <laughs> so just, Why are you friends with me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Um, it makes no sense. But yes, after you saw Six, you told me, hey man, you should probably give these another shot, because they're doing yeah. some pretty fun, yeah. fun stuff. So, I re- yeah, I remember... This is the house that we bought that I referenced earlier, the Doctor Who night. <laughs> when we when we were looking for a house, we were staying with my in-laws, and I remember renting, uh, yeah, three, four, five, and probably six was probably out by then. Because I didn't see it in the theater no. by the time you told me. And we did our show in 2010, 
shortly before the final chapter came yeah, out. We were so excited. <laughs> we were so excited because, like, we're turned around on this series. <laughs> Six was really good. They're going to go out on a high note. <laughs> Same director. And we literally, I think, very few minutes into the final chapter, turned to each other and said, like, oh, we... We fucked up because <laughs> yeah. we just recorded a podcast for six listeners. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right. Because uh, this was 2010 and literally nobody was listening, but it was like, we just told people that this series is good and look <laughs> what they fucking put out. <laughs> still, uh, final chapter, still the low point for me. Yes. Okay. Mm, yeah. No. That's a low point. What's it in too. contention with? Uh, I don't know that it is. I think it is a low point. I really don't like Jigsaw. Jigsaw's so... I don't even know. You know what? Like, I don't even feel anything towards Jigsaw. It's, it's just... It's such a lazy... It just feels very lazy to me. Like, it's just so... Uh, it does not feel like it's a part of those movies. No. Uh, obviously, you know, this franchise is so weird because they've tried to reboot it twice now. Well, three times, really. But they did it successfully with Saw X. The movie made a bunch of money, and they were just like, oh, it turns out people just want Tobin Bell. And they want John Kramer in the movie. So if that's what we do, then... So it, it becomes the the Jason Lives of the series, right? Um, the Halloween 4 of the series. <laughs> yes. So Jigsaw and Spiral both try to reboot the franchise. Jigsaw, you know, it's directed by the Spirit Brothers, who I kind of like. I like Daybreakers. I like... Yeah. Ethan Hawke time travel movie Predestination. Mm. Undead was okay, right? Didn't we see Undead? Did we? I don't remember. Didn't we drive to the Century to see Undead? Was yeah, because then we went to O'Donovan's. That was the night of Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's a very old story that I just brought up. Uh, (laughs) You can't come in, Mouse. (laughs) We're sitting at. O'Donovan's just doing weird jokes about Mouse from Land of the Dead. <laughs> anyway, um, so I like them as filmmakers. I think it's like well directed. It's just it's a slicker Saw Five in the way that because Saw Five is the one where it's all the strangers who have to like work together, right? With Julie Benz. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of what Jigsaw is. It's a bunch of strangers who have to work together, don't always realize they have to work together, they die off one by one. It's missing, like, the saw aesthetic, the saw-aesthetic, if you will. It is, and I think that's why it feels, um, it's almost too slick. Yeah, no, I agree. It looks, it was on this watch that I just was like, these movies look like puke, and they're so dirty, and there's something that has become very comforting about that to me yeah no i totally (laughs) so jigsaw feels too clean the cinematography's all wrong the spoilers for the saw franchise by the way uh i don't i don't want to give away everything but like the reveal of what they're doing is maybe the least interesting thing they could have done yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean by it just it felt it felt lazy like there just wasn't a lot of thought going into making it it's it it's like it's not different enough and it's not while still not feeling like a saw movie. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, for sure. Yeah, it feels like them trying to reboot it but still do the same thing. Um I'm trying to think of like a point of comparison. 
and I can't come up with anything. But I remember seeing Jigsaw in theaters, and this was the first one from the new writing team because this isn't Marcus uh, and Patrick, correct, right? Correct. Um, Patrick Melton, Marcus Dunstan. Dunstan. Um, I remember seeing it the Sunday morning that it came out, which, by the way, mornings are a terrible time to see Saw movies because <laughs> I went to see Saw X at like 9.30 a.m., the Friday it opened and I walked out and I knew the manager and he goes, so, and I just said, it's too early for this shit. <laughs> like guys scooping his own brain out of his head. And I barely eaten breakfast. Like, what are we doing? Uh, anyway, so even seeing it that, uh, I think it was 2017. Um, mm-hmm. seeing it that weekend, I was like, they're never going to do a sequel to this because you can't, this guy is not compelling enough no. to... He's not Tobin Bell. Right. Right. We can't continue on with him. He's no He's no Costas Mandalore. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we, we can't build a series around this meathead. Yeah. It, it That was a smart... That's what I loved about... I really liked Saw 10. X. Saw X, please. Yeah, Saw X. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Okay. Um... I think it was very smart to just, like you said, just give people Tobin Bell. Yeah. Um, I liked it for a number of reasons. I liked a lot of little... I liked a lot of little things. Like, I like that... I really think it's the first Saw movie that people were presented with that tape recorder and they've said, like, I'm not playing it. Yeah, right, right. right. Just little (laughs) things like that. I'm like, it took ten movies, but... You refused to play the tape. (laughs) Now I'm on a second tape recorder, <laughs> and we're going to play a game. You've lived your life refusing to press play in a metaphorical sense. <laughs> now I'm going to teach you how to play. <laughs> um, what else did you like about Saw X? Again, the Tobin Bell of it all. Yeah. Um, I I get a kick. I remember when we first watched. Might have just been Saw One. Um, I remember us laughing, or probably more accurately, you making me laugh at the idea of Jigsaw being like, uh, you know, in the other room, like with, with the little guy in a tricycle yeah. waiting to like push him out. Yeah. But what I really like in those the movies is they actually in like you actually see him. They actually embrace that side of. Yeah, around the middle entry, right? Yeah. It's like around Saw 5 where it's like him and Costas Mandalore are like building shit together. Right, actually, yeah. like, I like that. And I like in, in Saw 10, you got a little more like that we got to see Jigsaw while just like on the other side of the on the other side of the glass, like while um, everything was going on. I just, you know, it, again, it was different enough. It, it meant we got more Tobin Bell, which I think yeah. is always a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I, I, it's one of my favorite of the sequels, for sure. I would put it pretty high. I have some issues with it. <laughs> sure. Uh, and they're pretty major issues. Like like what? Well, spoilers for Saw X. And I apologize for spoiling a movie that's pretty new. But if you don't want to hear spoilers, please just fast forward or skip this episode and go rent Saw X on VOD. I think it's going to be on Blu-ray like next month because the window is so short now. Um, 
they advertised a 4K. I was like, do I need to own Saw X in 4K or is Blu-ray enough? How good can this movie look? Um, I was super happy that like it's pretty good because, again, I'm a big Saw 6 fan. I really like Kevin Groydert. He was an editor on Cobweb. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. There were two editors on Cobweb, but he's one of them. Uh, and I really feel like he got fucked on Saw 7. Yeah, of course. He wanted to go do a paranormal activity movie. Uh, they said, no, you're contracted to make this Saw movie. It kind of shows in the work. And I'm a fan of, of Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton. And I just they turned in their worst script, I think. Everything went wrong on Saw 7. Story. So I, I hated to see... Kevin Greuter make what at the time I thought was the best Saw movie and also the worst Saw movie. Yep. So I'm happy for him to be redeemed with Saw X. He's got another big hit. Like you, I'm happy for the Tobin Bell of it all. So much so that I would just watch a movie about him going to Mexico to get this experimental surgery and then finding out, mm-hmm. spoilers, and even though this is revealed in the trailer and I wish it wasn't, um, that he's been scammed. Like, when it turns into a Saw movie, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, I forgot this <laughs> right. is a Saw movie. Right. And now i got to spend the rest of the movie in a torture chamber. Because I was into the right. drama part of it all. Mm-hmm. It was like in Collateral when Tom Cruise shows up. And I was like, no, 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 I, I want to watch the couple fall in love in the cab. <laughs> um, so, Collateral's awesome. I'm not saying anything bad about Collateral. I just remember the first time I saw it, I was, like, so into the Jamie Foxx, Jada Pinkett stuff yeah, that right. I was, like, forgot that this was a movie about Tom Cruise as a wolf. <laughs> um, so, that's all fine. It was great to see Shawnee Smith back. Yeah. I really like her dynamic with Tobin Bell. I thought all that stuff was great. However... Um, I just think it retroactively fucks up Saw 3 because I don't think given who they are in Saw X together and their relationship to one another I don't think he does what he does uh, in Saw yeah, 3 okay. that makes sense I didn't even think of that whatever I mean in the moment it works dramatically watching Saw X I was like their relationship is good I like the dynamic between the two of them these are two actors I like giving performances I'm enjoying so to hold it accountable for retroactively fucking up a 20-year-old movie is not fair, right? Right, but I but I get it. I get it. I didn't think of that. I also thought it was weird the degree to which they make him kind of this folk hero. Okay, I will give you that. I thought... <laughs> I will definitely the give you that. The stuff with the kid at the yeah. end. And he's like, Come on, Timmy, let's go home. <laughs> Like, he's a serial killer. Did we forget? I get, you know, like, at some point, the killer always becomes the hero of the franchise. It happened with Friday the 13th. It happens with The Nightmare on Elm Street. It's clearly happened with Saw. But... I agree. We make him so sympathetic in this movie that we forget that he's a serial killer. Yeah. No, correction. (laughs) I never killed anyone. (laughs) I just put them to a test and make them play a game. Um, I did, I was very relieved when the image that's on all the posters of the guy with the tubes coming out of his eyes, like, it's pretty early in the movie. Yeah. He sees a guy, he's like a custodian in a hospital, and he sees him stealing from somebody who is sick or just died, I can't remember. Yeah. He's stealing from their drawer, and 
then it kind of smash cuts to the guy in a jigsaw trap and his eyes are getting sucked out of his head and I was like you have got to be fucking kidding me where like jigsaw is now punishing every minor infraction with (laughs) jigsaw traps and then it's revealed that it's like a dream sequence he's just fantasizing of like what I would do to that guy um and I was like okay cool you know like that's the the trap you built your marketing around you've kind of gotten it out of the way uh, we're kind of having a, 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 a slight sense of humor about the jigsaw of it all, or he's just having a fantasy about jigsaw trapping a guy for stealing. Um, and I, I like the movie overall. I pro I for sure put it in the top five. I'm debating putting it in the top three. Okay. My top three might be three, six, ten. My top three might be six, ten, three. So we have the same guess. top ten. I think so. I'm okay. trying. To, I'm trying to think. Like it would not be one or two. Certainly not. Four, five. Not spiral. <laughs> not spiral. So no, I we'll think, get to spiral. I think so. um, yeah, four and five are run together for me. They absolutely run together, right? And they're like I don't think either one is terrible I, they i see five at the bottom of a lot of rankings i don't think five would be it would be maybe near the bottom for me it wouldn't be my bottom because i like the stuff about the group of people that kind of have to work together mm-hmm. even though they do it again in jigsaw right um but the the sort of julie ben's storyline i will say for jigsaw also again spoilers for jigsaw I mean, this movie is constantly fucking with the chronology, so it's not, like, revelatory what they do, but the fact that there's a 10-year gap between the two stories that oh, they yeah. don't reveal, I was like, mm, that's kind of interesting. That is. Uh, yes. I agree with that. It's it's not, but it... Um, see, now I'm trying to think of what my bottom would be. That I really think I had the least amount of fun with Jigsaw. Okay. Although Spiral, where do you fall on Spiral? I don't hate Spiral. After the Urban Legend podcast, Adam and I were talking, and Adam was like saying he thinks Spiral would be his rock bottom. I have problems with Spiral. It it's like middle bottom for me. I think Spiral watching it, I saw it with Adam. Okay, and I would say walking out of that theater was might have been my bottom. Even worse than Final Chapter? Okay, no. Probably not worse than Final <laughs> Nothing's worse than no, Final okay. Nothing's Chapter. Worse than Final... <laughs> um, okay, yeah. No, nothing. You know, yeah, now that you say that, it's like I completely blocked it out of my head. So Final I'm Chapter go. 10, Jigsaw possibly 9? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Spiral might be 8? So, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed it more this time, okay. but I still think it's a pretty shitty cop movie. Yeah, um, I like that. If I I like the idea that it feels more like like a police procedural. I do too. Um, I thought that was clever. I just but as a police procedural, it's a pretty shitty. Again, like it's the most generic fucking cop movie. Yeah, I'm I'm real torn because I find it very watchable. I think it it's one of. Darren Bowsman's better directed Saw entries. Yeah, sure. I don't think he's the problem. He's not. I think it's a script problem. It probably is. And it kind of comes from the same writing team of Saw X. Right. So, 
but they also wrote Jigsaw and Spiral and Saw X. So they're kind of one for three. Um, ignoring the fact that Chris Rock says out loud at one point, Jigsaw doesn't target cops. Because everyone on Twitter is like, uh... <laughs> and then they will show images of, like, Lyric Bent and Dina Meyer and Luke from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> right. uh, you know, they, all Jigsaw fucking does is target cops. Had it been the first in the franchise to be a police procedural, I would have been like, neat, cool idea. Right. But they all have been at least part police procedural. They have. Going back to the first movie. They have. That's been half the movie is like half of it is in the jigsaw traps and half of it is a police procedural. So this one, like you said, it's like kind of a bad police procedural and also not a great saw movie. Like none of the jigsaw traps are very interesting. You really miss Tobin Bell. Boy, do you. Again, spoilers for Spiral. Fast forward or don't listen. Um, the reveal of who the killer is is not a surprise. I, I yeah. knew it from 30 minutes in yeah. at one point. He asks Chris Rock to borrow his phone. That, that's such a... And it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So it's Anthony Minghella. No, Max Minghella. Sorry. Anthony Minghella <laughs> is his dad who's a great director. I think, I don't know, I liked Talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley. I don't think I've ever liked another Anthony Minkella movie. May he rest in peace. Talented Mr. Ripley fucking rules. It does rule. Um, so, 99, by the way. 99. What are you? Holy shit. Uh, the last movie for Scary Movie Night was House on Haunted Hill. Awesome movie. Yeah. 99. Anyway. Um... So it's Max Minghella, who's a good actor, who I just watched in The Social Network. Not a good killer Mm-mm. in the way that the dude from Jigsaw is not a good or compelling killer. And it's trying to say some things about uh, the way that police treat people of color. Um it's trying to comment a little bit on, again, race relations and police corruption. And it has some ideas. I don't think it executes them particularly well. Uh, but the execution of Jigsaw, like, with the pig mask and the, like, Hey, I'm Jigsaw. <laughs> now we're going to play a game. Sounds kind of like a Muppet, like a... Hey, <laughs> Hey-oh. You're going to wish that you were never bored. Hey, <laughs> um, the voice doesn't work. It makes you miss Tobin Bell's ridiculous, like, um, having said all that, I find it watchable. How do you feel about Chris Rock in the movie? I, okay. I don't love, so walking out of it, I also thought when I walked out of the theater with, I haven't seen it. I thought it's the worst I've ever seen. Chris Rock, where this time, not saying it's great, he played better for me. Yeah, I'm with you. This time around. He's not great, but he's never great, except for New Jack City. And Fargo. Oh, I never watched that season. He's so good. Is he really? Yes. He's like I'm just convinced he can't act, so that's exciting to hear. I thought so, too. I think he's so, so good in in Fargo. Is that season three? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And if memory serves, I had... That was either on 
the same time as Spiral, or okay. maybe a little before. So okay. I knew he could. Got it. I knew he was better than what he was in Spiral. Got it. Um, do you think was Spiral an attempt to have further Saw sequels without Jigsaw? Like this? Oh, was I think be, so. Like, yeah, this was just going to be They're a thing just like rebooting it. Yeah. Like I and well and I dig the idea too. Like of or I you know I think it's at least interesting that they were going to do sequels with copycat right killers it's just you know i haven't seen that although yeah i like that but and at least this one is a true copycat whereas in jigsaw it's another disciple right exactly and by this point that dude has fucking more disciples than victims (laughs) it's true seriously anyone who hasn't been killed by jigsaw is because they're a student of him (laughs) because at that point it's shawnee smith it's carrie elwes oh yes yes it's Jigsaw Meathead military sniper dude. Uh, whatever he was. he was, Wasn't he like in the military? Doesn't he talk about being in the military at some point? Which no. one? Which one? Which Jigsaw. One? The Meathead. Oh, Jigsaw. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about the assistant in that movie, by the way. She's like all horned up and I'm like, I, w- I want to follow this character. <laughs> She's like a, a little redhead. She's his, his like oh yes assistant yes who definitely wants to fuck someone. <laughs> and I was like, why are we not getting that in this movie? Make her jigsaw. Make her horny jigsaw. The horny jigsaw. <laughs> I, I want to play a game. I want you to cradle my balls <laughs> and work the shaft. Right? Isn't that the Stallone quote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What movie was that on? Uh, Do we know? Uh, I want to Google it, but who knows what will come up. It's <laughs> all right. I already got it up on my... <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Oh, so Jigsaw Dude is yet another disciple of John Kramer, whereas Spiral is a legitimate just yeah. copycat. Right. More interesting. Don't yes. dig the pig face. Hate the voice. Hate the voice. Don't think... Max Minghella would be a compelling villain. And to be fair, the cop stuff is pretty shitty in all in all the Saw movies. Yeah. So it's just I just think there's more of it in Spiral. Um but I am uh without getting into specifics, I am in law enforcement. So I do tend to um watch like police stuff with a little bit of a critical eye. Okay. Some understanding of it. Um, it's like, at, like Adam was a, Das was a lifeguard growing up. And anytime we watched a movie where someone was given CPR, you're like, oh my God, that's not how they do it. <laughs> Doug uh, used to work in fire safety and he would get mad at every <laughs> movie with sprinklers. <laughs> that's not what they do. It's like, just fucking. <laughs> Let it go. So when people don't like execute warrants correctly <laughs> in these Saw movies, I get uh, I get upset. But you um, didn't execute the warrant correctly. Um, now you're going to have to cradle my ball. <laughs> so now, <laughs> what uh, what gets it the best? The cop stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Is there a show or a movie? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I see what you're saying. Yeah. Not a I mean, Saw movie. Uh, right, Which like, of the Saw know. movies is the most accurate, police-wise? Boy, I don't know. I don't watch enough of them because I'm also... 
It's one of the reasons why, yes, I know, I haven't watched The Wire yet. Okay. It's because I'm around it all day. It's that Jonathan Silverman quote from Friends. If I see one more cup of coffee. (laughs) Do you remember this quote? No, I don't. He's a gynecologist, and he asks Rachel, like, what do you do? And she says, I'm a waitress. And he's like, do you ever one of those days where you think, if I see one more (laughs) cup of coffee... Well, my dad, like I always R. think, R. Of Matthew Perry. My yes, absolutely. My dad was a is a retired judge, but I have like these memories of being a being a kid. My mom loved at the time. Court TV was a big okay. thing. It was on. My mom loved it. Interesting. And would, would watch it all day. Um, and then my dad would come home from yeah being on the being bench, a judge from and, judging all day from judging all day, and he <laughs> would come home and she would hit him right away with like. This is what I'm watching on Core TV. I need your opinion. He'd be like, Gene, please. Like, literally, I will talk about anything. So I do have a little bit of that. Like, okay. I um, so that's just my way of why haven't you watched, question. Why haven't you watched Buffy? I, I've tried a couple of times. Okay. I get to like season two. It's not that I dislike it. Okay. But I... I didn't know if it was because like true. you're around law enforcement all day. So that's why you haven't watched The Wire. So I was oh, yeah. just wondering what your oh. excuse was for not watching Buffy. I slay vampires. <laughs> I forgot. You know this one. It's so weird because now I wouldn't tell you to watch Buffy. Like too much well, has come out about Joss yeah, Whedon. So exactly. It's just like yeah. Now I feel like I, I don't think the show has dated well. Would be my guess. I haven't revisited it since like the sure. seasons came out on DVD. But for a while, I was like, that's my favorite show. Yeah. And now I wouldn't even tell you to watch it. I so. remember coming to your town home. Yeah, bro. And you were watching. Big spoilers for Buffy, but you were watching the episode where her mom passed away. Mm-hmm. And thinking, what the? This is fucking heavy. I thought this was. Yeah. A, yeah. That was a good episode, though. Yeah. It's well directed by a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did he direct it? Yeah, he did. Um, I can't remember if I told you this. When I, when I humble brag, when I met uh, Guillermo del Toro. When I met Joan Severance. When I, <laughs> when I met Guillermo del Toro at. Um, San Diego Comic Con. Yes, he did a signing at the Dark Horse Comics booth, and I had to show up early. And that he and Joss Whedon were both doing free signings, but what they had, like the people working the Dark Horse booth, had a bag of beads. They were like ninety nine percent of them were black, but they sprinkled in a few red ones. So everyone would get in line, and you'd reach in. If you pulled out a red one, you got to. To you get not a free autograph ticket for one of those guys. Got it. So I got in line first try. Get get a red one. What do you get for a black bead? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. No, you get back in line. Got it. And, until they get rid of all the red ones. Uh, so of course I picked Gabriel Del Toro, and I just so happened to meet him like a few more times right. that weekend. It was a great, including like at an in and out. At an in and out, right? right. Yeah. That was the best. That was like the end of the weekend, <laughs> um, where he literally said, "I've seen you all weekend." <laughs> That was the greatest thing ever. That is so cool. Um, but, like, so for a while after that, I was like, oh, man, had I known, maybe I should have, like, asked for Whedon. Oh. Because I would have been now. No. No, fuck that. You went, you made the right call. I totally made the right call. Uh, we're talking about Spiral? No, yeah, sorry. No, don't uh, say yeah. sorry. I'm just... Spiral. Uh, yeah, the... Again, interesting that it, like... There's the police procedural, but the police are also the victims, so it's all cops. It is. Different, sort of, maybe not different enough, but feels kind of different stylistically and visually. I don't think it feels like every other Saw movie, even though it's Bowsman directing it. Right. Uh, We got 
you know, movie stars for the first time since... Which is fun. I guess Carrie Elwes? Yeah, like, it's gotta be. And Danny Glover. Yeah, right. Um, so we got Samuel Jackson, we got Chris Rock. Uh, it's still, you know, like I said, middle bottom, but I would probably watch it over a couple entries. Sure. It, it definitely got a bump for me. Okay. I was surprised. Okay. Would you, I think my big conclusion or one of my conclusions coming out of this was that I think what, for me, watching these Saw movies, I don't know that I need to go, how many years did we go? 13? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't think I need to go that long, but I feel like Saw for me is not a franchise the way like Friday, well one, because I know because they're all like really interconnected, but like Friday the 13th, that can grab, I can go home right now and put on yeah part four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to me, like this is the way to watch Saw. I, I think ne- next time I do it would be down the line. Okay, I would wait, um, have some distance because I really didn't remember a lot of them. I think I've rewatched the whole series a lot. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I'm sure if I go into Letterbox, they'll be like, Jesus. <laughs> I've told, I've said I was going to, and I just never do. Um, but yeah, I was you know I honestly did overall have a good time revisiting them, and I really think that that was part of the reason that I just there was enough distance it all felt pretty new to me. Okay. Um, and yeah, they're just they're batshit crazy, and, and my, yeah, and my girls have, are are obsessed with Gilmore Girls, so like now I know who Luke is. So okay, it's fun. So his performance is not great in the. <laughs> two movies he's in. He's in yeah. four and five. I just got to his hair. Sure. Not a great hair piece. No. Um, he kind of illustrates part of my problem with the franchise, which is no one ever lives. And this was our problem, I think, in 2010. I didn't go back and listen to our 2010 show because, Why oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything yeah. from the early days about this movie. <laughs> Uh, or from the recent days of F this movie, for that matter. Um, he, uh, no one ever survives. So that who, was one of the things I liked about six. And I feel like we talked about that. I think we did. Cause people do. Survive. Some of the victims do. Yes. Yeah. Right. But like oh, all I, the cops get wiped right, out all I the time. I just, right. I don't know who to invest in. Yes, exactly. Because I they're agree. all doomed. Right. I agree. I agree. Which again is why one of yeah, it's not it's not the cops, it's some of the victims, but one of the things that I really liked about <clears throat> six yes. is people, you know And that happens again in, in X. Yeah, right, exactly. To a surprising degree because the sort of the main villain, if we're not counting Jigsaw as the main villain, survives. Yeah, right, exactly. Which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes like give us some tension. Right. Um yeah, because I'm not in it for... I'm not in it for the traps. Like, I don't... No. But then what the fuck are we in it for? I don't know. I've watched this franchise probably four times. <laughs> if I'm not in it for the traps, I'm literally in it for the crazy police continuity of the whole thing. I, I, yeah, I think for me a lot of it's like the crazy continuity. Yeah. I guess it is for me too, but like, what a weird reason to watch <laughs> these movies. It is. And, I'm, and again, I was thinking about it, like, why... I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I am like feeling a little bit better mentally and I should like rewatch again Terrifier 1 and 2 maybe I'll feel differently but like but let's say I don't like I'm curious why 
why like watching Terrifier too. I'm like, I I don't want that in my head. <laughs> Where this, yeah, um, so yeah, totally fine with. I don't know. Again, Terrifier two. Part of what it corrects about Terrifier one is giving you a sympathetic lead for whom to root. Not that oh, Jenna sure. Cannell is not sympathetic in the first movie, but she doesn't make it. So, oh, I agree. I it's a better movie. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it more. But there's yeah, like, no, there's, when I did, there's some pretty brutal. Definitely. Um, it was it was funny because I did the Terrifier two panel mm-hmm. at Flashback. And it was like 10 people. It was a lot. But um, the girl who's sort of the star of the main set piece of the movie, mm-hmm. whose name is Casey something. She's a Chicagoan. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I asked her. I'm looking up her name right now, and I feel so bad. Casey Hartnett. Not married to Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked her in the panel, like when you go through that scene and you like see yourself in the makeup, is it like upsetting to you? And it was really interesting. Cause she was like, no, it was fun to do. And it was blah, blah, blah. And literally by the time she got to the end of the answer, she was like, no, it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, it was not it, like it, she went, she's like, you know, when you, when you guys send me like the pictures and the gifs, like I see them, I promise, but I don't want to, Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's like, it started off so lighthearted and like, no, it was fine. It was great. And then by the end, he was like, no, it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's interesting. Uh, back to Saw. Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I forget what I was going to say. It was something about John Kramer. <laughs> uh, all right, how do you feel about Detective Hoffman? I, mean, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, he's not really a suitable replacement. No, no. Because he's kind of a void of charisma. Well, right, exactly. That's, that's why I, I don't know how to feel about it. That's him, why because... I kind of like the stuff in, I think it's five, when he's working with Tobin Bell. Yes, 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 yes. Because it's like, yeah, he's the muscle. Like, yeah, Tobin right. Bell is a senior citizen with cancer. Right. And, but he needs someone to lift heavy shit. Right. And that's Ghost's Mandalore, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, when I saw you lifting, you failed to lift with your legs. <laughs> now I'm going to make sure that you always... His Sometimes his justifications, like in Saw 4, his whole thing with Lyric Bent, and again, the way 4 comes together um, is kind of interesting because it ties together 2 and 3... Uh, in terms of like, don't go through the door, and then Mark, not Mark, Donnie Wahlberg has a pretty spectacular death, and I don't root for the characters to die because again, if nobody survives, what right. what am I supposed to care about? Um, and Jeff from Saw Three breaks into the room and he gets shot, and you know it, it right. ties everything together. But so the whole thing, right? <laughs> the whole thing is like. Don't go through the door. I told you to be patient, and you went through the door, and now five people are dead. Like, that was your whole thing? Like, you had to teach him patience? Because he's trying to save lives, and he failed to do it, so everybody fucking dies. Because he couldn't hold on for ten more seconds. It's just so bizarre. Like, 
He should have written a parenting book. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. My <laughs> teacher kids parent. I didn't write very many seven word reviews this month. I watched a lot of horror movies. I've gotten to the point where I put pressure on myself for seven word reviews and I've given up. Because okay. I read other people's and I'm like, these are very clever and very funny and I got nothing. That's how I feel. But yours are always funny. <laughs> they are. So I I did one though for like Saw Six. I think, and it, it ended up being eight words because I had to include, fuck, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset. Um, <laughs> I have to look up Saw 6. I have to get the names right. Uh, it was like, oh my God, this is so upsetting. I don't know. I can't find the name. It's the it's the it's the drug addict who hits Jill Kramer with the door and she loses her baby. Okay. Yep. His name's not Zeke. I keep wanting to call him Zeke, but Zeke is Chris Rock in Spiral. Yes. But it's like, there's a sentence that's like, Zeke was there when Jill lost Gideon. And I was like, that's a fucking sentence in a horror movie that we're supposed to know what all of that means. <laughs> it's a long way to go with too much pausing to arrive at that conclusion. So I apologize, but like... No, worth it. It's fucking bananas. Um, I forget that like, Shawnee Smith shows up again later in the series. Like, for me, she's out after three and doesn't show up again until X, but she's in six, right? Aren't there flashbacks with oh, her yes. in six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like that whole thing in Saw One kind of made sense to me. And again, Saw One is playing by some rules, and I appreciate that. Where it's like she's a drug addict who's led a life of crime and he's giving her a chance to redeem herself and like I don't agree with his methods. That's not what I'm saying here, people. I'm not endorsing jigsaw traps. Please don't take my words out of context. Um, but it like it makes sense in the world of Saw, right? Yes. And she lives, yep. and she says he helped me, and the other guy dies, and like I'm fine with all of that. Um, when we get to three, again, knowing what we know, I think three is really interesting in terms of the tension between her and John Kramer and Lynn, the doctor, and he's testing her and she fails his test. And again, erasing X from our memory where they're like father and daughter. (laughs) Right. um, That all works. Yeah. And I'm okay with almost everyone being dead at the end of three, because it's supposed to be a, the end of the series. Right. And B a tragedy. Right. And it is. Yeah. It's a fucking tragedy. Yeah. But then we continue, and we kill everyone off. Like, why does Jill Kramer need to die in Saw 7? Yeah, I don't know. What did she really ever do? Exactly. You know? Right. She tried to kill Hoffman, but Hoffman kind of had it coming. Yeah. He gets out of the reverse bear trap. What happens to him at the end of 7? He's just alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I know he shows up for a cameo in X. Yes. Which no one in my theater reacted to <laughs> at all. Uh, I certainly didn't. I was like, fuck yeah, Hoffman. But I do love when movies do that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I still think about, like, 
when I saw the trailer for Fast Five, and at that point I didn't like that franchise very much. I didn't like three. I didn't like four. But I was like, they brought Tyrese back. <laughs> this is so awesome. I was so excited, even though I was not. And then five ended up being great. Five is great. Uh, have you seen Fast X? No, okay. th- that's the first one I've said. Uh, You're fine. I, like, eventually I will, but. Why, though? I That's also a franchise that I stopped uh, buying. Because normally, like, I'm a completist and, like, I am too. crazy and. I finally have said no. I'm enough's enough. I did buy F nine before Fast X came out because it okay. was like eight dollars yeah. in four K, sure. and I was like, okay, get it. I didn't love it, but we own the first eight. Might as well, but I don't think I will own Fast X. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see myself rewatching it. But I didn't I see mean, myself rewatching the Saw franchise four times. <laughs> Sure. And here we are. I'll see it for the Momoa of it all. Just uh, I know it's I know it's not for some people. Say he's. I know they do. I know they do. Um, I'm trying to look up the fate of Hoffman. Gordon oh, Shackles that's my Hoffman. Paul Pressburger movie. <laughs> I don't. I think I've seen one Paul Pressburger movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe two, because I saw Stairway to Heaven, a.k.a. A Matter of Life and Death, Okay, in yeah. like a college film class at an age when I could not and did not appreciate it. Sure. And then I think I've seen Life and Death of Colonel Blimp. I have I have that and I haven't watched it yet. I need to rewatch it. I've never seen The Red Shoes. It's it's good. That's what it's I hear. good stuff. Yeah. I've um, seen Peeping Tom, but that's not say, both of them. Right, that's just Paul. Right. I just read that that's getting a blu-ray release but not from criterion blu-ray blu-ray um the lead oh that's right carrie elwes shows up at the end of saw seven yeah i was like dr gordon oh carrie elwes uh fulfilling a request from john to take immediate action if jill were to be harmed this is the summary of a fucking horror movie (laughs) gordon shackles hoffman in the same bathroom where he was tested before throwing away the hacksaw he had used to escape and sealing the door. I'll bet he said, game over. <laughs> you might be right. How many of these movies end with a character just going game no, over and slamming a, a door? All of them? Maybe. I know five doesn't. Because five is the one that ends with Luke getting crushed while Hoffman watches oh, right. from inside that glass box. Luke. Uh, which I didn't read the article, but recently saw somebody suggesting there's a whole homoerotic relationship between Luke and Hoffman, oh, okay. and that there's something very gay about the way that Hoffman is looking up at Luke as he's mushed. Did you know that <laughs> Saw 3D made 136 million dollars? Did it really? Yes. Did you know that 20 of those dollars were ours? <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> wow, I would not have guessed it. No, I thought it was out of gas by then. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look up the the huh. box office for Jigsaw. Let's see. 104.2 million. Okay. I mean, so, what are yeah. we talking about? Spiral from the Book of Saw, 40.6. Oh, wow. 
cost 20. It was like the most expensive Saw movie to make and made the least because Jigsaw only cost 10 million. And what's the deal with Spiral? Like Chris Rock wanted to do? I believe so. It was a project that he brought to Lionsgate and said, like, I want to reboot the Saw franchise. That's so fascinating. I don't get it. Why is Saw 3D the worst one? I mean, it is, but why? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. How does it begin? I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna like. It begins with a real brightly lit, oh, the poorly acted the department store window. Yes, yes. that's horrible. <laughs> yes, it right. Is. That's right. Because I was like, I felt like it kicked off right away, being like, "Well, yeah, it's, we said that like yeah. quickly." We were like, "It's shitty within seconds." It's just shitty. I remember us being excited because it seemed like an interesting idea that there was like a survivor group. Love it. Yeah. Um, Love do, that idea. Do we recognize? I was trying to remember like. How many survivors are actually from previous movies? So I know the girl from Scream Queens is in there. Okay. Who cut off her arm. Right. That's the only one I remember. Like, I want to say the secretary from Six okay. is sitting there. It's like her and the janitor are okay. in a trap together, right? Okay. Where their lungs are getting crushed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like the mom of Roderick, which, by the way, you had a great fucking... Roderick joke. Oh, and I wanted to to clarify because you could remember which Roderick. It's the good Roderick. It's so the early Roderick. Yes, the okay. early Roderick. Yes, because yeah, replacement Roderick, replacement Greg is not great. No, he's not. But replacement Roderick is really because <laughs> that first Roderick is he's great. Uh, um, isn't he also in a Romero Dead movie? Oh, I think he is. I think he is too. I think he is. Do, 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 do. Um, He'll always be brought, brought up in my heart. The, the cops, again, to go back to the cop stuff, the cops are horrible in Seven. I forgot who the guy is. Uh, oh, yeah, he's like that kid. Yeah. from like, We were texting about yeah, it. Yeah. Because just, he's the worst yeah. and he gets machine gunned to death. Yeah. Again, everybody <laughs> fucking dies. Like, I should have known when Dina Meyer died in Three that all bets were off. Yeah. Where right. it's just like, oh, so we're just going to kill everyone <laughs> just for the sake of being fucked up but again three to their credit was meant to be the end yeah and so they in, in true rob zombie halloween 2 fashion wanted to leave all the bodies on the floor <laughs> yeah um all right hold on i'm looking i'm still looking up roderick devin bostwick yeah okay so you're familiar oh gosh there's a picture of him where he looks a lot like adam driver he's in land of the dead there you go good call so he co-stars alongside mouse <laughs> he plays brian in land of the dead okay yeah <laughs> he's, he's Canadian, so we should have guessed that from the fact that he's in Land of the Dead. I remember we were at O'Donovan's again, talking about Mouse. And yeah, all bro. I remember is you and or Doug saying he was too young to go into the bar. And you're like, you can't come in, Mouse. You're still too wee. That's... <laughs> Why were we Scottish? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, well, because we were at O'Donovan's. So we were like Irish. Okay. I have a terrible, it's terrible Irish accent. Okay. And I think you were, and by we, I mean you and Doug. <laughs> but anyway, oh, I haven't thought about that. Yet. Well, you're welcome. Yes. So my point is, Diary of a Wimpy Kid is better than it has any right to be. And Roderick rules. <laughs> Devin Bostwick. Yeah. 
I feel like his mom is in the survivor group. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. She's in... Oh, no. I don't know if she's oh, in the okay. survivor group. Sorry. Okay. She's in... Oh. I'm all over the place. <laughs> the What's-Her-Toes who plays Roderick's mom is in... Rachel Harris? Yeah. Isn't she in one of them? In the Saw movies? Yeah. No. I swear to God, she's... No. Is. Oh, no. She's not. I'm thinking of... Uh, um, Julie Benz. Julie Benz. Yeah. yeah. Never played uh, Greg right. Heffley's mom. <laughs> right. I know those books way too well because that was for a while that was all Charlie read. He would like oh Evie Love do all of them and then start again. Yeah, yeah. So I know all about Greg Heffley. Did you watch the movies? Not to totally get to them. Yes and no. Like uh, I'm I'm aware of the there were three right. Yeah, I think before in the before the reboot yes. before Spiral from the book of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, <laughs> I was in the room when they were on because they were on a lot. Uh, so I absorbed most of them. Like I remember the the cheese on the pavement and Chloe Grace Moretz yeah. being part of it. Yeah. And, the um, touch. Yeah, right. Uh, but we went to see the the reboot. That's what we did in theaters the day it opened, yeah. and we were the only ones in the theater. <laughs> I was like, "This movie opened today, and you couldn't get somebody else." There were more people at fucking Saw X at nine thirty in the morning <laughs> than there were at that Diary of a Wimpy Kid reboot yeah. on opening day. Should have gone with us because we were probably in an empty theater too. It was not great. No, it's I feel bad. I don't want to say bad, anything bad about kids, but like the kid that played Greg was just unappealing right. to me. <laughs> and there was something about him that I just found off-putting. Yeah. I like seeing Tom Everett Scott and Alicia Silverstone yeah, get work. Right. Like, right. hey, right on. Right. But I did not like that movie. Right. What a twist ending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about why uh, why uh, Saw the final chapter, a.k.a. Saw 3D, a.k.a. Saw 7, is so shitty. Good idea. Uh, but kind of just Saw 6 again, right? Because Sean... Patrick Flannery, yeah, yeah, Boondock Saint, Boondock Saint, um, has to run through a series of challenges and tests wherein he saves people or he doesn't, right? Which is what Saw Six was right. about, right? Exactly. And again, the cops. Uh, I remember, yeah, that cop was enough to totally sink that fucking <laughs> movie. I don't remember what happens to sure. Sean Patrick Flannery. Just as I didn't remember what happened to Hoffman. He's still locked in a room somewhere by by Carrie Elwes. Um, they revealed either too early or too late that Sean Patrick Flannery is lying. Yeah, well, whether they meant to reveal it or not, it's obvious yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. Um, Hold yeah. on, I'm trying to find what... Who are these people? Oh, I'm still on Jigsaw. <laughs> Sorry. I watched these movies too early in the month, too. I wanted to I watch. know them pretty well. I wa- <laughs> if you have questions, you can ask, unless it's the name of the guy who bumped Jill Kramer on the belly with a door, because I cannot come up with that name to save my life. I wanted to like watch these early one to see if like if we had to fucking pivot, so I'd give us... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, I wanted to watch as many as I could before I saw Saw X. Right. So now that we're talking about it, I'm like, it's just one big jumbled movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm looking up what happens to... Okay, so he puts the things in his chest. He puts the hooks in his chest, I watches his wife burn alive, <laughs> because fuck everyone in all the Saw movies. Uh, he falls to the floor, 
causing a capsule resembling a brazen bull to close around, who writes these to close around Joyce and incinerate her. That's where he's left. We never see him after that. Uh, all right. So we have no idea what happened okay. to Sean Patrick Flannery. I'm assuming he's now a disciple of Jigsaw. I, was say, I think we'll find out in Saw 11. I would like to play a game. I'm going to team you with Norman Reedus. <laughs> You're going to be the most rented videotape in blockbuster history. Is that for real? You see yourself as a boondock saint. <laughs> now I'm going to teach you how to boon a dock. <laughs> Uh, I it just rented really. It was like a blockbuster oh, yeah, no, exclusive. I, I didn't know. And like when Erica so. worked there, people were always coming in asking for it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Uh, should we just like wrap up or what? Sure. Okay. But I had a lot. I I did have fun watching these movies again. I want to reiterate because sometimes we get to the end of this month and the end of our franchises, and I don't have as much fun. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I liked it. I feel like if I'm going to rewatch them again, I'm just going to rewatch like Jigsaw, Spiral, <laughs> Saw X. Because those are the ones I've seen the least. Oh, okay. I I've get seen it. the other ones too many times. What's wrong with That's me? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, where do you stand on Saw? I think it's fine. That's I'm still there. Right. It's somewhere in the middle right. of my rankings, which I'm always astounded a, that, like, it launched nine sequels and is kind of just okay, and B, when I see people put it at the top of their rankings, I'm like, it's still just, like, kind of a shitty police procedure. Great idea. Yep. Two people locked in a room, like, chained to the floor with a hacksaw. I know people still love the twist. Can you explain? No. So, I was going to say, I saw Why it's good? I, somebody recently, somebody I'm friends with on um, Facebook... Call was very very excited. Out. Call them out. <laughs> was very excited. Bill, Bill's not listening. Bill was very excited for Saw X and rewatched Bill, all the movies and made. You recently rewatched all of the Saw movies <laughs> and commented on Facebook and and commented how it's one of the great twists in film history. I think a lot of people one. would agree with that. And I continue. I was much harder on it when we first saw it. I was pretty obnoxious probably about how dumb I thought the twist was. <laughs> I've but, never been like that about anything, but, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> but watching it, this time I was really trying to go into it with an open mind, but when it was over I was like, yeah, I, why would he... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it better. It, do, it doesn't make it better. It, it is admittedly surprising. I didn't expect him to be alive the whole time. Uh, right, but... Because I was told it was a dead body, <laughs> and I don't know who that is. Right, right. So it's not a twist. Like... A stranger stood up off the floor and took off a thing off of his head and said, Game over! <laughs> I think Adam Thaw said, like, Yeah, I wasn't expecting Mickey Mouse either, but if Mickey Mouse popped right, up, they, anything would be like, Holy shit! <laughs> right. I say this all the time <laughs> with my. <laughs> game over! <laughs> <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Minnie lost our son, Gideon. Now I'm going to put you in a trap, Goofy. Huh? Gorf. <laughs> I've got to cut off my leg. Gorf. <laughs> Disney's Saw. They're making movies about the wishing star now. Like, 
Disney has lost its way. Not that they ever like knew exactly what they were doing, but yikes! I'm not one of these anti-Disney people. I enjoy going to Disney World. Yeah. I like Disney, yeah. not as a company, but just like I like you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but boy, their output of late has been wanting. Uh huh. And now I see the commercial for the Wishing Star movie, and I'm just like, that's your fucking IP. <laughs> I don't know, we got this wishing star. Do people ever wonder where it came from? No. <laughs> uh, um, so we're done? Yeah, that's fine. All right. This was fun. Thank you. It was. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who participated in the Seven Word Scary Movie Challenge. Thank you to everybody who listened to any of our shows this month. We will be back next week with a, a regular show. The, the, the show goes on as it has for 13 years. Sounds great. Mike and I are just going to continue to remake old episodes. <laughs> Next week, Young Guns. Coming soon to 4K, it's like by the way. version. It is, exactly. It's exactly what it is. It's going to be you, me, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you recently attended a Kansas City Chiefs game. I... No. All right. Uh, Let's see you shake it off. <laughs> Whatever trap she's in. You claim that we are never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Go to fthismovie.com every day for more cool movie shit. Uh, reserve seating every Thursday on YouTube, fthismoviepodcast at gmail.com or patreon.com slash fthismovie for extra shit. Thank you, everyone. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you. Game over. Listening to FS Movie.